0: This is Nini the, the Kingdom, the kingdom child, child, with the of the Kingdom of Heaven. If anyone causes one of these little ones, those who believe in me, to stumble, it would be better for them to have a large millstone hung around their neck and to be drowned in the depth of the sea. Woe to the world because of the things that cause people to stumble. Such things must come, but woe to the person through whom they come. If your hand or your foot causes you to stumble, cut it off and throw it away. It is better for you to enter life maimed or crippled than to have two hands or two feet and be thrown into eternal fire. And if your eyes causes you to stumble, gouge it out and throw it away, it is better for you to enter life with one eye than to have two eyes and be thrown into the fire of hell. Greetings, guys. It is me here again with a message of the kingdom of heaven. Um, Guys, uh, you know, I've always been um, speaking about the love of Jesus, you know, him giving us this message that tells us how much he loves us, you know, the message of the kingdom of heaven. It tells us how much Jesus loves us, you know, because he came to bring to us something that was so valuable that Adam lost, that our forefather Adam lost, you know. And now he's bringing it back. Not only is is he bringing back the message of the kingdom of heaven, but he also brings the blood because without the blood, we cannot enter in the kingdom of heaven, you know. So I've been speaking so much about his love. That is Jesus showing love to us, to humanity. You know, yes, I've been saying that Adam was born through Jesus. And I've been saying that we came through Adam. Obviously, we all know that. But we guys, we were uprooted when Adam died spiritually after disobeying God, because God can't sin. His seed will not allow him. Jesus can't sin. His seed cannot allow him. You know, so human beings, we created, wired, or designed to live by the word that comes from God's mouth. You understand? So when Adam disobeyed God and obeyed Satan, Satan was planting his seed. And then Adam was under the administration of Satan. So we've been speaking about all of that. And because we're trying to understand this message of the kingdom of heaven where it came about. Because when you read the, 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 the Gospels where Jesus is speaking about a kingdom of heaven. He speaks in parables. And because of that, people did not understand the parables of Jesus because he spoke in ways that is very hard to understand. Yet, He says, this secret knowledge of the kingdom of heaven has been given to you, but not to the world. You understand? So it is my duty. It is the the, the duty of one who understands this message of the kingdom of heaven to help others understand it as well because it has been proven to us that churches obviously will not preach the message of the kingdom of heaven. Churches will preach the message of the beast, you know. So I know, guys, that out there, Out there, one person, two people, you understand, three people, four people who belong to the kingdom of heaven, you know. Because in every generation, guys, there is a remnant. There is a remnant, you know, of God, the remnant of Jesus. You know, I don't know where they are. Maybe they are living in bushes. I don't know. But one way or the other, there is a remnant. And there is one person who is also troubled like me who wants to hear the word of God. Guys, I mean, I'm not the only person who's troubled like this on earth, guys. The earth, the, the earth is so huge. I can't be the only one with this problem. It's just not possible. I know that Jesus has seeds some way. I don't know where, but I know. That's why I decided to just reach out and speak to the people who have the same problem as, uh, you understand, like me. Nevertheless, uh, so Jesus spoke in parables and he was trying to bring out this message of the kingdom of heaven, but the people who belong to the kingdom of heaven will obviously understand this message of the kingdom of heaven, right? So we're trying to uh, get as much, squeeze as much as we can from Jesus' message, because that message obviously is valuable to Jesus. It might not be valuable to the world. It might not be valuable to people in churches, but it's valuable to Jesus. You understand? Guys, I'm not fighting against churches. I'm not even fighting against pastors. Am I angry with pastors? Granted, I am angry and there's no way of hiding it. There's no way of hiding it, you know. But at the end of the day, I need to move forward with the message of Christ. You know, there are times where anger just gets hold of me, takes over me. Like like uh, on Sunday, it took over I me, mean, I was so mad, I was so angry, you know, this thing just pops up and everything. Nevertheless, I'm out of that mood. And today, I want to continue speaking about this message of Christ, you know. Uh, here, as, as I was saying that, I've been speaking about his love because the blood tells of Jesus' love. Uh, We know that it wasn't our fault that Adam disobeyed. It was not God's fault either. It wasn't Jesus' fault either. You understand? It was Adam's and Adam's alone, right? But what happened happened. There's nothing we can do about it. Jesus brought the blood because he realized that it's not their fault that they they lost the kingdom of heaven. It's not their fault, you know? So what Jesus wants now is, is for us to come back to the kingdom of heaven that he you understand that adam lost so we are planning that we are trying you know our best to get to that kingdom you know so here i want to also speak about the the cold-heartedness of jesus the whole the cold-heartedness of god because as loving as they are guys they are equally cold As loving as they are, they are equally cold and it's important that we get that as well because when we think, oh no, he brought the blood, so let us disobey him. Oh no, he's not going to take us to hell because he brought the blood. It doesn't work like that, guys. Just because he brought the blood, he didn't do it so that we can disobey. He brought the blood because it wasn't our fault. As I've said earlier, that... His blood is for sins committed in ignorance, meaning you don't yet understand. That's why he says children do not sin, but if you do sin, there is blood. Why? He performs sacrifices there in heaven because he is the high priest. For one who does not yet understand, if you just recently got saved and you don't understand, obviously your mind has not changed it's because Uh, Solomon says, as he thinketh in his mind, so is he, meaning you are what you are thinking. So since you just recently gotten saved and your mind has not changed, obviously you will be sinning because your mind has not changed and your mind is taken from your flesh. You understand? So Jesus is there as our high priest and is performing these um, rituals in order for you to be cleansed. Thus, the Holy Spirit is able to indwell you. Guys, I hope all of that is clear because you need to understand all of it. Because Jesus' parable, guys, are summed up in all of these things I'm trying to explain. You know, they are summed up in all. You need to understand all these things, right? Nevertheless, it is imperative that we also understand that as loving as they are, they, they brought their blood. Don't... Uh, take advantage of that blood and think they are stupid. Mm-mm. They brought it for that because it was in our fault. He says that in the in in in, in the epistle or to the Hebrews, Hebrews 10 26, once you have received the knowledge of the truth and to continue in sin, there no longer remains sacrifice for sins. You understand? In other words, once you know the truth and you continue with sin, then he can't forgive you. Right. So here, uh, since we are speaking about the coldness of Jesus and the coldness of our father, it's important to quote this scripture because it says if your hand, I, I want us to focus especially in that part, if your hand or your foot causes you to stumble, cut it off and throw it away. Why? It is better for you to enter life crippled than to have two hands and two feet and be thrown into eternal fire. What is he it saying? He's saying, as much as I brought the blood, I also created hell. Meaning, there is punishment. Hell, guys, is, is, is actually a spirit jail. You understand? It's a jail for the spirit. That's why it was created for Satan and his cohort. But because human beings, after Adam died spiritually, partook of Satan's nature and we became like him, we were all supposed to go to hell. Right? So he brings the blood so that it will be your decision. Guys, going to hell is your decision. It's nobody else's decision. It is your decision. So Jesus is saying, uh, Adam killed you. Now I'm bringing the blood and I'm bringing the book of the kingdom of heaven and I'm bringing this message of the kingdom of heaven so that you will decide what you want to do. At the end of the day, it is what? It is your decision, right? So now, uh, he says, if your hand hand causes you to steal, cut it off. Why? Because...
1: And remember, the word of God still remains the only source of knowledge about the kingdom of heaven. Please correct every belief with the word of God, correct me, correct every pastor with the word of God so that you won't be misled. If a belief of a church is not in line with the New Testament, get out of that church. As we have said, the Old Testament will contradict the New Testament because the Old Testament people were sealed with the blood of animals and its people were spiritually dead, but the New Testament is sealed with the blood of Jesus and its people are spiritually alive. Therefore